0: Is urgent care. Urgent, urgent care.
1: Urgent care is the place you go when you don't have any other option. Urgent care. Urgent care. I see a lot of myself in this caller. Yeah, same here. We, uh, dum, 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 we dum 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 dum. Just a small town girl
0: (laughs) I never know I never know where you're going to go with that And it always surprises me Oh boy You guys, this is Urgent Care I'm Joel Kim Booster. I'm
1: Mitra Johari And
0: we're here to help you to the best of our very limited ability Unless it's about singing
1: Yes, in which case Please let us know if you have any questions about technique (laughs) Forward
0: in the nose In the mouth That's where I sing, in the nose or in the mouth.
1: And And that's facts. In the butt.
0: In the butt. Mitra, that's crazy. Get the
1: fuck out of here. I made eye contact while I was saying that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, Mitra sings out of her butt. Um, Yeah, so
1: I sing out of my butt. That's sort of the
0: caliber of the comedy you're going to get, the caliber of the advice you're going to get. We're all sort of operating at 100% here at Urgent
1: Care. 100%. Much
0: like a real Urgent Care. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and urgent care is kind of a place where, um, you know, that, you know, that person from your hometown where you're like, wait, he's a doctor.
0: That's what he is.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that's us. That's us. We're those doctors yeah. and we are doing our best, um, which is not enough. Not and enough. we know that we not know that close to enough. no one knows that better than us. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody.
0: <laughs> Mitra, how are you? How was your weekend?
1: Um, You know, I'm like, just okay. (laughs) (laughs) My weekend was fine. You know what I did do? What's that? I got an exercise bike inside my house.
0: Don't say it. A Peloton. I got a Peloton. A Peloton. Peloton. And of course, Whip made you get the Peloton.
1: Yeah. And have you
0: started your year long documentary documenting (laughs) sort of your journey with the (laughs) Peloton?
1: Yeah, so I got in a lot of trouble with my boyfriend because um, I wasn't working out in the house. And he likes to have have proof that I'm working out. It's funny to make these jokes about someone like Whip because he is so nice to me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I have to say, I'm going to say this on record. We've had a couple of shows together recently, and I'm going to say this on record.
1: Mm -hmm. Gotten hotter. Yeah, something
0: about him keeps getting something, hotter. Something about getting an HBO special made him hotter. <laughs> Whitmer Thomas, the golden 22nd, one, the golden one. <laughs> Check it out. Free plug.
1: Free plug. Because, Free plug. But guess what? But you're what paying happened. for it. That's happen. you know what happens. Guess what? You're paying for
0: it down yeah, there. It you know what? Getting slammed you every make night. Me come, I'll plug <laughs> your HBO special.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, amazing. Nice hi, thing. mom. <laughs> Do you like it? Do
0: you like the Peloton?
1: I do. Um, it's nice. Ha- it, I mean, it's just really convenient. It's really nice. cool.
0: Do you? You just do the cycling?
1: Um, they have like floor stuff, so I've done like do some, some you know, just like stretching and like other like they'll do like yoga or okay. at- core workout. Good
0: because I, I don't want to do this to you for a second time, which I did to you, do to you last episode as well. But I'm going to reveal something to you that cycling is poison. Cycling on its own is poison. You are you actually are doing more harm to your body than good by cycling and cycling alone.
1: I'm not going to cycle. I don't just cycle, okay. but I like doing it. Okay. Um, just know that it's poison. That doesn't matter to me because okay. guess what? Guess what? What? It's It makes me feel happy. <laughs> okay. And guess what else?
0: So does heroin.
1: Guess what else? You know what? It actually doesn't make me happy because I haven't done it yet. <laughs> <laughs> How long has it been in your house? A long time. Okay? <laughs> long time. It's been in my house for a long time. I haven't done it yet. But you know what I have done in my house? Cycle. <laughs> and you know what else? You know what else? I don't see myself having a very long life. So <laughs> I'm going to do the things that are fun. <laughs> no, that's
0: fair. I think I'm currently, I believe, still on a ship right now. Um, and I I've predicted to many people that I will die in this ship. And it's actually going to be really scary if it happens, because then because what have I been right about? I've been right about mold and I've predicted my own death on a ship and i want you to play these episodes back at my funeral in the
1: event that i die this actually i i'm truly in too fragile of a state of mind to hate this to take this kind of joke. okay 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 i'm putting it out there oh i'm already tearing up <laughs> i hate this and i
0: and mitra i want you to know from the bottom of my heart please sing at my funeral <laughs> It's okay, and
1: I will say if I outlive you, <laughs> I will I'm going to I'm going to sing something so stupid and and it will be a song that I am bad. There are songs that I will say I'm good at singing and I'm not going to sing it's one of so, those. so I'm
0: so mad that you um did this in your celebrated narrative podcast um fuck up music school for <laughs> teens um because I would have wanted you to sing fight song at my funeral. <laughs> I mean, it could still happen. Well,
1: I'll sing the whole song. I don't sing the whole song in the pod.
0: Yeah. Okay. But in, in fact, and especially if I die on the cruise, you just need to sing the part where she's like, in a small boat <laughs> on the ocean,
1: sending big waves. I'll save the rest <laughs> for your funeral. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do it with a live band.
0: Yes. A, f- a symphony.
1: Yeah. I'm, I am I want f- to say, Lady Gaga honor.
0: at the end of A Star is Born, but instead of that song, it's
1: oh self. my god and I'm I'm in a sexy dress sex Too sexual yeah effect. yeah yeah and, and that's gonna be my one sort of like haul past day on whip because I'm gonna I, I'll uh-huh. like um, uh-huh. I'll find someone to fuck uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I can't. wait
1: and then what will you do for me at mine
0: um a striptease no okay. <laughs> I do I like can just imagine like the this American ep- life episode about my death and they like play clips from this episode <laughs> <laughs> that's just laughing 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 <laughs> laughing, laughing laughing and then like laugh, and, our
1: husband, and you know the hubris <laughs> And this episode is actually about hubris. So today we're going to be telling four disconnected stories about hubris and the ways in which it can haunt us later in our lives. Unless, of course, you are celebrated comedian Joel Booster. May you rest in
2: peace.
0: <laughs> That's perfect. That's exactly how I want it to go down. Um, I don't think I have anything really to add to that.
2: I know. I, I, have, mean,
0: I have nothing to add. I was at a party this weekend uh, and this guy was um, made out with me and then was like, oh, shit. And then I was like, what? And he's like, I think my boyfriend just saw that. And I was like, wait, what?
1: That's not your problem.
0: (laughs) I know. And that's exactly what everyone has said to me. But it was crazy. But it
1: is crazy. That is a psycho experience.
0: I was like, wait, why would you like? And then like, but then everyone stayed at the party for the next couple of hours including
1: him and everyone. his boyfriend everyone. that everyone. is psycho <laughs> like,
0: the boyfriend hated me like everyone was mad like it was a small small party at like 4.30am and I was like I don't know why I, I didn't know why I was still there right. and it, I felt crazy and again, everyone kept assuring me at the party because I was just like running around the party being like, "What just happened? And everyone was like, no, 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 it's not your fault. This is not your problem. And I was like, I feel like someone sort of made it my problem though by <laughs> like imp- like sort of...
1: Who left first, you or them? I did. I, yeah, good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And the boyfriend was leaving the next day for several weeks to Asia. Whoa. I know. Tough to hear.
1: Yeah, Yikes. Hate to be a fly on that wall. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why I said that okay Did you let's, tell everybody that the box stuff worked I'm trying to remember
0: oh yeah no so we keep getting update we keep getting suggestions much like my drug situation on the beach like <laughs> this is my box situation has been sort of the rolling thing that people sort of just tag in at the end of their emails keep keep sending in suggestions for the boxes I got rid of the boxes and I hate to say this I hate to say it but producer dana I wet the boxes and they all rolled up into little balls and I put them in a garbage can and it was perfect. <laughs> it was absolutely perfect. Well, getting them wet was exactly what I needed to do. I looked crazy doing it. My neighbors came out and saw me with a hose, just like six giant, like six feet wide boxes, just hosing them down. And they were, I was like, it's all good. It's all good over here. There's a method to this madness and they all fit in the little bins. So that's how you do it. People get the hose, put them in a bathtub. We got another update. (laughs) This one's pretty exciting, uh, especially coming after our last episode. In the most recent episode, uh, Jellicle Bald, is the name Mitra thought of for the last caller that was bleeped Mayor Pete? (laughs) (laughs) And to that we'll say, no, No, check that one off your list. But keep guessing. I
1: actually love that there is going to be a guessing game around this. And I would love to encourage uh, listeners to reply uh, with your guesses of who I said. Because I... I I think I will say who it is if someone guesses it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, and I think that the name that we gave them, I actually was worried when I listened back to it because I was like, I think the the actual name that we went is so close to the real name that I was like nervous that it would give it away too soon.
1: I don't think it's actually that close. Okay,
0: so was, you're here you're here. There might may or may not be a clue for you in the name, but keep guessing. We love this. Yeah, we love it's this. Bill
2: Burr. <laughs>
1: It's not. It's not. It's I'll, not. I'll say <clears throat> but it's if, not.
0: If you guess, you're, it, it, this is a very like Rumpelstiltskin <laughs> like situation. If you set
1: guess, up. Um, what I are you don't gonna know. do?
0: Uh, you get the satisfaction of guessing.
1: Yeah, you get to. Uh, but but if there should be a prize for the first person who guesses hmm, it, we'll I think feel. on it. Yeah,
0: we'll think on it.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll
0: we'll do something for you.
1: Yeah, we'll do something for you. <laughs> we'll we'll send you a we'll send you a song. <laughs>
0: yes. An original song. An original four-minute song.
1: Yes, and it will be exactly four minutes long. So, you know, as a as a gift, we'll punish you. <laughs> yeah.
0: And that's sort of our you know appeal. Anyways, um, we've got a full slate of calls and emails to get to. So we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna dive right in. in. And we're back um, with a call. Um from someone who actually shares my area code. Isn't that interesting?
1: Well, well, well. And we haven't had we haven't had anyone that shares my area code, which makes me sad because none of my friends from back home are listening. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think I know this person though. I at least I hope not. Anyways. Actually,
1: no, I know have friends who are back home listening and thank you for doing so. Love you.
0: Bye. <laughs> I don't know you, but I love you cuz you're friends with Mitra. <laughs> Dana.
1: Hey guys. So,
3: it's done. F- I'm so sorry about the last message I'm so embarrassed let me just preface this whole thing by saying I um, was um, pretty much raised in a like Baptist cult so um, anything sexual was like very shameful and as a 24 year old woman with a child it's very hard for me to like talk about sex and be a fucking adult about it so yeah that's that that's why I hung up earlier I'm sorry Um, but yeah, so, um, my husband wants to do anal and (laughs) I have recently sized up in butt plug, um, which I'm very proud of myself for. Um, but yeah, I just, am like looking for tips because like, I'm curious, but mm, not super into it because, you know, that's like a one way street, you know, where the poop comes out. So it's just kind of like gross to me. How can I like get over that and you know give him that hole <laughs> how can I do that um, also Joel it's not weird that your one ball recedes up into your body um, like during sex because that happens to my husband too so um, yeah that's all uh, okay thanks bye
1: <laughs> okay <gasps> so what do we want to call mm. this Caller, um,
0: again, this is where I say it. I'm going to give it, and then I'm going to sort of walk backwards to where I started with it, but I'm going to say, um, "Do a do a hola,"
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> because, walk <it> back,
2: because
0: <laughs> she wants to give him that one hole, and Dua Lipa has that song one oh <laughs> is on it the one dances
1: one, is 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 dance? one
0: kiss is all it is kiss is all it takes. takes and for her it's sort of one hole is all it takes, <laughs> and, her, sort of all it takes. Mm-hmm. and so do a
1: hola yeah do a hola do a hola <laughs> and it is written
0: <laughs> and it is written and that's it and so it is written. and that's that um
1: well first of all i just want to say um I think you uh, talk about sex great. Like you're, you are frank about it. You are using like, you're using all the words. You're not like using like cutesy things Mm -hmm. to like not say the words. I will
0: say, did you listen to her original voicemail? I did not. It was really funny, and we, I would have used it had she not called back. Um, But it, it really was about fifteen seconds long, and she called and said, "Hi, my husband wants to do anal." <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> up. Not well, to humiliate you, Dua, but it is—it was very sweet, and we would have answered the question, but you gave us a lot more context here, which is helpful. Which such is as great.
1: And, and you were able to talk about sex so frankly that you were uh, able to inform Joel about the the ball receding, yeah. which is kind of thank you. Like lovely.
0: I didn't need it, but thank you.
1: I I think it is a really nice gesture. Yeah,
0: it is, and I appreciate that, Dua. So um, I want to. So there's a couple nice things too. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, you you you. It's enough of a transition, don't uh, you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is <laughs> certainly of Certainly
0: enough of a transition.
1: You are transitioning your butt
2: into being a place <laughs> where. <laughs>
0: Oh my god! Um, So I'm going to talk from my perspective as a person who does this a lot Mm -hmm. first, and then we can talk to you can talk a little bit about whatever your perspective is on this. Um, A couple things: a. Of all, um, you you have to get over the poop. You really do. You have to get over the poop of it all. I I think, like, like your your husband just. If he wants it, he has to know that that's like a part of it a little bit. Like, yes, there's things you can do to mitigate it. You can douche. You can use Pure for Her, as mm-hmm. I have plugged many times. Dana, have they ever emailed you about actually paying for these many endorsements that I've given them? <laughs> on the podcast?
1: Well, why no. pay when you can get it for free? I
0: know. I guess I, I should just start withholding them. But um, yeah, Pure for Her. Look into it. Uh, use it for a week. It, it'll really change your life. Anyways, um, drink lots of water. Um, yes, you can clean, you can put a towel down, you can do all of that. But here's the thing is that like, it's unpredictable. It happens like, it, I, I can't tell you how many dicks I've shed on and how many times my dick has been shit on it's just a thing and like the people who are cool like are cool about it you jump in the shower it's like one of the lovely things about like being at home especially with someone you're legally bound to mm-hmm. you can shit on the person you're legally bound to oh my I'm God. pretty sure I'm gonna put that in my vows if I ever get <laughs> married
1: The, th- I mean I'm not even legally bound but the things that I have done <laughs> 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 I have so many fucking stomachs Issues, so many bad things going on.
0: Yeah, and honestly, he's already fucking you in your pee hole. Yeah, I mean, I know well, it's like, I mean, yeah, but <laughs> to like, <be> fair. <laughs> pee is touching the lips, though, right?
1: I mean, uh, like, it, it's all, it's, it's all, all a swamp. down there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first from a woman's lips. It's all a swamp.
1: It's all swamp, honey, and that's
0: how Mitra starts her tampon brand. <laughs> welcome you know it's all a swamp down here Well we get <laughs> here are gator pads um anyways we're gonna
1: eat up those clots <laughs>
0: <Ew>. <laughs>
1: honey okay <laughs> okay my clots are gross but shit ain't <laughs> no <laughs> it's all fine
0: it's all fine everything that we've mentioned is fine um so i want to so I, i'm sorry so here's the other thing like you also don't have to do this at all
1: yeah I mean, it sounds like you want to because you're getting you're the curious. plugs yeah, and you're yeah. excited the about plugs. going up a size in the plugs. Which
0: is cool. And I will say like there is a sort of compromise that happens. I think I do stuff all the time that doesn't ne- is not necessarily 100% for me in bed sometimes yeah. you do that you we all have limits and set those limits and make sure those limits but you absolutely don't have to do it i hope it brings you pleasure if it doesn't then you know maybe revisit it but i think but if like, you're
1: like curious and you want to try it uh your husband is clearly also curious and wants to try it Yeah, um, i
0: can say no amount of foreplay is too little or too much rather um like i've been fingered upwards of an hour before and that's great and mm-hmm. I think that it is like a full, it is a muscle like any other. It is a resilient little muscle, though. Have you seen? There are videos now with guys. There are dildos that are not even dildos really, but they're just like um, fetus, like real live fetus shaped, like silicone things that guys will, it's like a fetish, give birth to. Like,
1: get, get
0: them up there and then, like, fully, like, give birth to these, like, fetus sized, like, shaped dildos wow so like it's it's like the the amount of things that your butthole can do is sort of miraculous and my and if god himself if my lord and savior jesus christ himself hadn't intended for shit to go up there why okay Mm -hmm. because it wasn't just for the out it's for the in. and i think you need to deprogram yourself from i think there's like shame weird shame that you're dealing with and god knows i i dealt with it too but you really just like have to let go of it.
1: And I think if you're worried um, about like, it, if it's like one way street type situation, stick one of those little fetus things up there mm-hmm. and then you can give birth every time you get
2: fucked in Yeah, the ass. you already are <laughs> a
0: mother and you love that. You love that. I, I think that the thing is, is like right now, your worries are mainly poop based. And so I think what you just need to do is take all the precautions you can. Put the towel down, take your pure for men, douche and foreplay. All those four things, do control everything about it that you can and then go to tell.
1: Also like communication too. just being mm-hmm. like, I'm nervous about poop. And then your husband can be like, who cares? Right. And then you cannot worry about that anymore. I think
0: you need to talk about that with your husband so he can literally look you in the eyes and say shit on my dick, babe. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> and
1: it will be beautiful. And if he says <laughs> that to be you, beautiful. you need to tell us because we're going to be really psyched yeah. about it.
0: <laughs> You're already. And this is, it's crazy to be giving her any kind of advice because she already went up a size and a plug. So she's not a, a rookie. This right. by any means, I'm, so I, I think you just need to have the poop conversation with your husband and make and just like
1: good luck to you. Yeah, but it seems like you have all the tools you need.
4: Yeah, all right, that's all. Salutations, Joel Amitra. I'm <laughs> just gonna skip right to it. <laughs> Thank you. I love my dear, kind, overbearing, crazy mother so much. Like any gay Jewish boy, I have probably what most would consider an unhealthy relationship. There, there are air quotes there with her. Like, she cares so much, and I love that. I'm appreciative of how loving accepting she is of her little fagala. That being said, she's driving me up the fucking wall all the time. Every conversation is a game of 20 questions. Who are you with? What did you eat? What did you do? What's going on this weekend? Did you call your grandmother? Et cetera, et cetera. Like, I'm 23 years old about an hour or so from where I grew up on Long Island, and my mother insists on keeping me on by my friends. I tell her, Oh, that's a weird overstep of boundaries. The response I get is, why? You're not doing anything you shouldn't be doing. I'm only doing this for your safety. I want to make sure you're fine. What if you end up dead in an alleyway? How will I find you? Which at like, least by the way there are no alleyways in Manhattan, so that's not a concern. Or she'll like ask me i coming up to Long Island where I've nothing to do and no friends left because I haven't visited in a while, quote unquote. Meanwhile, I was just there for the holidays less than two weeks ago. She stopped working, and I don't know if maybe she ran out of hobbies or what, but now her hobby is to constantly, like, hover over my sister and me, but mostly me. So my question isn't so much how to, like, fix that relationship because I pay a therapist to try to figure that out. Okay. But rather, like, how do I just get her to realize that if I have moved out of the house, I can't still be treated like I live under her roof. Like, how do I establish my independence? without sending her into like a roses turn psychological break because I'm really afraid that that's what it's going to come to so thanks so much can't wait to hear back love you both so much um, hope you have a great weekend it's Friday currently when I'm calling you that which is why I'm wishing you a great weekend so, um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I could have edited that just
0: little bit out at the end you almost made it
1: but I know that we have the option to edit it out and I don't want yeah. to
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> no never um,
1: okay so I am going to name this caller and I will explain it but I do like it okay, okay. Joey King, and it is because we got the roses turn
2: Uh huh. She's
1: Gypsy Rose, right? In the um, in the um, the, the, <laughs> the Munchausen's by Proxy show with Patricia Arquette, uh-huh. the act. Uh-huh. Um. So uh-huh. I'm, and so you are the Joey King in this situation. And your mother is the Patricia Arquette. Uh
0: huh. And so we're going Thoughts? with another just fuck
1: <laughs> person's yes. name. So I did do a person's name, but I will say is that this one at least was like multiple steps removed from the thing uh-huh. like i feel like the old me um would have done like alley larder because he said alleyway
0: i <laughs> <laughs> actually kind of okay you like, uh, no. you like that one better no
1: you like that one better maybe you just like alley larder better
0: no Mm-mm. you <laughs> named him joey, joey king.
1: king which i like
0: joey king which is a boy's name or a girl's name and that's kind of cool
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, not, honestly not where I thought what I thought it was going to be so here's the thing
0: um, I, there, I, I think this is literally a movie called The Meddler <laughs> with Rose Byrne and I want to say Susan Sarandon um, watch it with your mom sort of be like that's you and get her a hobby sign her up or do a side. have her find a child of color to adopt and then have them make a movie about it. (laughs) Focus all her energy into that kid.
1: I mean, it sounds very clear. Like, your theory is probably right, which is that empty nest and, like, just wanting to talk to you and missing you and stuff, which is...
0: Yeah, what, what is your therapist that you spend so much money on that you don't yeah. even fucking need us to answer the question? What, yeah, is, so what do they say?
1: You're calling us, but you don't want us to answer the question? Well, guess what? We're um, going to answer
0: your fucking question because it's our show, bitch.
1: <laughs> um, I think, you know, she stopped working. She is... There's, it's just like there's so many less people that you're talking to on a daily basis. And there's so much more time to think about... <laughs> like the people that yeah. you have in your life
0: I mean I do think steering her towards some sort of activity totally is not a bad idea I
1: mean I think it like would not be out of the question to be like look mom I got you a, a gift here's like a a class or mm. like you know like here's a fucking sip and paint class or yeah. something just something fun to do and like do you know of any of her friends maybe you could get them something to yeah. do together and just get, get th- her fucked yeah, get you her, about her fucking dick l- down. L- l-
0: get her dicked down, and she will get off your fucking back because she'll be on her back.
1: Love that. <laughs> Unless, of course, she's on her fucking knees.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Ooh. but other than that, you can ignore her. That's what I did.
2: We are filmed today. <laughs> yeah, we, we are really.
0: We are little sexual little demons. What's um, going on with us? I think we're both horny. I haven't come.
1: In, In what, like one minute? Shut up.
0: <laughs> Shut up. I came before I got here. Um, anyways, I don't think there's a lot you can do but ignore her. Um, sort of push her over the edge into the arms of a Groupon for a pottery class.
1: I mean, if any, if I can be an advocate for anything <laughs> on this show, it's taking a pottery class. Yep. Um, but really, like... You seem to know your mom well. You know her interests. Maybe think of things that she can do to cultivate those interests and encourage her to pursue them. And maybe even at some point, like if she's taking an eight-week class, maybe there's some kind of like one-off class you can take with her when you're in town to like show her that you care about the stuff that she cares about too. I think um, it can be irritating, but it's ultimately a a nice problem to have. Yeah, get her a pet. Yeah, maybe she wants a little dog. Release
0: some woes into the
1: house. Yes. Maybe get her a loud bird that'll keep her up all night and then she won't be, um, she won't have enough energy to fucking text you, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Got her.
0: Becker. Okay. So we got an email. I'm going to read it. Um, and this is, um, this is sort of the, actually the opposite problem. And I thought the symmetry was kind of nice here. Hi, Mitra and Joel. Thank you for being the only Earwolf podcast that isn't like three hours long. You're absolutely welcome. Thank you so much.
1: (laughs) I don't like that. (laughs) I think that's mean. (laughs) I'm
0: 25 and I've been living halfway across the country from my parents for almost four years now. Wait, that's literally what we set out to do though, is be the only podcast that's not three hours long. I know. Don't drag her for that. How dare you? I'm 25 and I've been living halfway across the country from my parents for almost four years now. My parents have never been the type to act like I'm their friend rather than their kid, but we've always had a good relationship. They don't really call me, and we only talk on the phone if I call them first, although they're always... Uh, there when I do. They say this because they don't know when I'm home or when it's a good time to call. Recently, my mom didn't tell me about a major problem happening in my family for more than a month because I'm like far away and can't do anything about it. Anyway, I told them that this all makes me kind of sad, but nothing has really changed. Is this just a normal part of being an adult? Is there anything I can do to feel better about this? Thanks for your help. This actually happened to me when I was in college. My mom had a stroke, and no one told me about it. Wow. And so I freaked the fuck out. I drove home in the middle of the night, showed up at the hospital, and screamed at all of them, and it's never happened again.
1: Yeah, I mean, unfor- oh, wait, we should name this person. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: um, needy much? No. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What are we? Um.
1: um there,
0: this...
1: I'm so self-conscious because of that tweet now. Someone tweeted at us, um, making fun of how long it takes for us to
0: to name. But, you know, it's a part of it. It's a part of our whole thing, and I'm glad people are tweeting about it. Because I'm going to call this one, uh, Carol King. (gasps) Wait, I was literally
1: thinking that. So fun. Fun Oh, my God that's so crazy yeah. and you just did someone's I name know. that's the only reason I didn't I say it was because we're, I no, knew we're they were call gonna yell her, at me
0: we're gonna call her um um tapestry
1: <laughs> oh cool so different and much yep. better mm-hmm. it's a, it's oh my god tapestry that's so fun but we haven't had that moment yet and who knew so that far 14 far episodes away. deep we could have just new experience say one place say anymore, anymore. <laughs>
0: Five different keys between the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: feel really good about what I did, um, and no, I've I think, about what you did. <laughs> I
0: think I think um I was joking. I was I wasn't joking. I, I literally did that. Um, do something big and dramatic and crazy, and then they will never not call you about something again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think people think they're being helpful when they do stuff like that, and it is. I can. Uh, I understand the impulse behind that, but I like that is something to me that is incredibly frustrating. Yeah.
0: Because this is the thing. She's already tried communicating honestly about how it makes her feel, and they haven't responded to that. And so, what I think she needs to do is act out in such a way that demonstrates that she will, she absolutely needs this. Yeah. (laughs) That's it.
1: I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to try that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Works for me. That's all I'm saying. Um, (laughs) But I also think, like, this is. Uh, Like I, I, this is weird to say, but I think your parents are sort of ghosting you on an emotional level and you are 25 and like start forging other relationships. Sorry. Sorry, tap.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think like um, I'm kind of in the thick of this kind of not the exact same situation, but but like I'm very far away from all my family and Mm -hmm. they're very close to each other. So navigating that is definitely um, confusing and sometimes frustrating. But what do you do? Um, I, I just, um, I always call them first for the most part. Um, I, I text with them a lot, but I, I do try really hard to, um, make con like be the one to make contact because I think there's this idea that if you're far away, you're living this like, like Mm. a romantic busy life. Mm -hmm. And it's really like, I'm in my car a lot. (laughs) Like (laughs) I could talk, but I think part of like it, I think part of it is just like when you're away, they like they might just not believe you. They don't want to get in your way or yeah. something like that. That's kind of like the most empathetic approach I, I can have to that kind of situation.
0: Yeah. And maybe you just need, uh, you you need to be the person to, to make the first move and that's just your role.
1: Yeah. And I think that's okay. Like, And,
0: and find peace with, in that.
1: I, I don't think, for me, I'm like, would I rather wait or would I like to just talk to them when I know that they're probably going to mm-hmm. be home?
0: Um, and, and don't feel, I guess like don't feel self-conscious about it. Like, that's yeah. I think I think that's her problem. That's like the real problem here is that like like why aren't she, you calling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, why am I the only one making the effort here? And it's like, you okay? You either need to let go of. That, that
1: expectation. Yeah.
0: Or you need to sort of reestablish your expectations for what this relationship is with your family. Yeah. Or I'm not kidding. I mean I Whoa know I, up. I I know I, I give a lot of the
2: thing. funny bad advice.
0: I belie- but
1: I like this though. <laughs> like- I know I give a lot of like funny bad advice, but like this is like real <laughs> advice that is also still funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is act out. You are twenty five years old and you need to act crazy <laughs> to get their attention.
1: I Blah. love it. Come come back and um, shave your fucking head right in front of them mm-hmm. and be like, this is what you're doing to me.
0: Because I truly, I, when I tell you that I'm not even really close to my family, but when my mom even so much as fucking sprains her fucking ankle, I get a phone call about it now. Oh, yeah. Because they didn't tell me about this one big thing and I made such a fucking scene in that hospital, embarrassed the hell out of my family and humiliated my family, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> by it, it by acting in the way that I did and thank god my mom wasn't conscious for most of it cuz they all told me she would have been ashamed but but I get a phone call now anytime something happens
1: and you got you what you wanted I
0: got exactly what I wanted so I'm saying it worked for me it can work for you too
1: and that's in the medical books baby <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay um let's listen to this voicemail dana hi um I would like some kind of advice about what
5: you think I can do to stop looking at my ex boyfriend's social media. Mm-hmm. Um things ended between us a while ago pretty terribly and I mostly just go to like to like hate check up on him and like make sure like he's still depressed. Which he is, which is great for me, but it still doesn't feel good. I definitely do it in a private browser. So that, like, if my friends go on my computer, they don't see that I'm, like, looking at all this shit, which probably means I shouldn't, like, I I feel bad about it and shouldn't do it. So what should I be doing instead? Also, if you're listening to this, I hate you still, um, and I'm glad you're sad. Have oh. a good
0: day, you guys. Wow. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> I missed that. Again, Google Translate did not read closely enough to transcript. We've just been used as a platform to send it, a message to his ex.
2: That's actually
0: incredible.
1: I love that you're
0: both fans of us, though. That's I hope that our fan, you being a fan of our company is actually what brought you together.
1: Yeah, and drove you apart because <laughs> maybe your boyfriend was one of the people that um picks one person to talk to. Yeah. And you were like, No, no, you have to say both. say both. And you have to even when you pick whose person you're gonna name you're gonna say first, even when you pick somebody's perfect name you say first. <laughs> you do it in a way that's like, uh, could have been anyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like your boyfriend was a real Mitra and you're a real Joel, and that's why things didn't work out. <gasps> So we're gonna name this person. Um, let's see. We're oh, name this person you, Joel
2: Kim Booster. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's just a name. We're gonna name this person um, n- uh, Nora. Uh, Nora Enron, because mm. hate, um, hate checkup on. Oh no, that doesn't work.
1: What about um, Nora? Exxon because their breakup is spilling over into our fucking podcast. Yeah.
0: yeah. Nora Exxon. Sure, I like that. Okay, thank you. Um, so I'm going to say just block him.
1: Just block him. You must block. You, you must block. Must First of all, block. what social media are
0: you looking at on a private browser on your computer? Are Is you on like Facebook? A you way fucking that baby boomer. Can <laughs>
1: see that you've like. I, yeah, I. This I. This I do not understand. It must
0: be Facebook. It's the only one that you can look at on a computer still. Unless there's something else that I'm not aware of.
1: Well, you can look at everything on a computer. I guess. Yeah. But it's like, why would you? Yeah. But. Yeah, is there, like, I mean, I guess if you're, like, looking at their Instagram stories, but it's, like, make a Finsta. You don't have to go on your computer. No. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I just say block. I just say block. Block. Preemptively. Block and mute uh, where appropriate. Um, And that's for you. That's not so that they can't see you, Um, your stuff. But Mm -hmm. it sounds like I think that would actually make him even more depressed if— you did that to him. So it sounds like you'd be sort of a win-win. You'd be, you'd stop checking his social media. He wouldn't be able to check yours. Do you think this
1: person has blocked them and then also is looking in a private browser?
0: Mm, maybe.
1: <laughs> in wow. which case, you're um, crazy. <laughs> I mean, you could do, you'd use one of those self-control websites that blocks um, a specific mm-hmm. website yeah. so that you can't look at their profile. If
0: you're looking at Instagram on a fucking desktop, Seek treatment. Oh, no. <laughs> they don't even use it on their podcast anymore. They don't even say that anymore.
2: That's a bummer. It's
0: just a title. So we're taking it. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> this
0: is a hostile takeover.
1: Oh, my God. Um <laughs> of,
0: their, of their catchphrase. Um,
1: um, I... I also feel like one thing that I have done for myself because I do lack Mm self-control in this arena is I will just leave a little post-it note for myself either on my desktop or taped to my laptop, which is – I wish I had my computer with me right now, uh, but I – it's like something to the effect of – um before clicking on this will it make me feel bad and it's so simple but it's just like right. it does like seeing that little message has stopped me because i'm like yeah i guess there's absolutely like it i mean i still look plenty of times at stuff that i know that's going to feel bad yeah. but with this particular thing i would maybe maybe have some sort of visual flag that even if it's just like put a red sticker on your computer and yeah. you can see the sticker and it's it's telling i don't know i personally need <laughs> I need reminders of why I should disengage with bad behavior before I probably do it anyway. But sometimes it does stop me from doing the thing.
0: I, yeah, I don't know if that would work for me, but if, but I'm glad it it works. Even if it just helps like 30% of the time.
1: That's the thing is like, I, I still do dumb shit all the time. But sometimes when I'm like, I feel like there have been times when I'm like, I'm, uh, I am could kind of swing either way between a good mood and a bad mood uh-huh. and then I'm just like trolling around on my computer and then I'm like should I check in and then I see that and I'm like no, no? <laughs> the, on the days when I'm like deciding to be self-destructive mm-hmm. I'm going no matter yeah. what but every now and then my note to self will actually keep me from doing something bad
0: I, I was once in a writer's room and I had to leave the room in a professional setting because I noticed a guy unfollowed me on Twitter and cried oh. in another room rough rough stuff social media stuff. rots the brain um, so block them if you can put a, st- a sticky note on it um, and I think um here's something I would do um since you' you seem ashamed you don't want your friends to know you're doing it tell them you're doing it yeah and have someone be like ask you about it all the time and then engender sort of shame grow that shame in your your body.
1: Yeah, the key to a healthy living is a lot of shame.
0: <laughs> it's, it's the fertilizer to a good life.
1: It's the only reason I do 90% yeah. of the things that I do.
0: Ha-ha. Dana, should we uh, should we take a break? Do we get ads on this anymore? Yeah. Do people want to advertise on us? <laughs> yes. Okay, then we're taking a break. <laughs> And we're back. Um, I really hope people are advertising on this podcast because I listen to it on Stitcher. I don't know if there are ads anymore. I don't know. I subscribe to Stitcher. Subscribe to Stitcher. Is
1: that what it is? Subscribe? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I feel like once an episode, I I demonstrate that I don't know the words for computer stuff. Anyway.
0: And if you can pinpoint all the areas That Mitra has done this and send this in You'll also win a prize
2: (laughs) I'll tell you Which name I said
0: (laughs) And then you'll get the four minute song (laughs) Okay play the track Dana
6: Hi Joel and Mitra Um, Huge fan of the quad I love you both so so much Um, So basically I am somebody Who has identified as A straight girl for pretty much my entire life um but an inciting incident a few months ago <laughs> has made me realize um this is your almost pilot, certainly babe. not that is almost definitely not the case um so i am trying to come to terms with my attraction to women and am unsure about how to kind of go about getting some experience romantically and sexually with other women Um, And I think my biggest fear is I don't want to be or I don't want anybody that I become involved with to feel like I am using them as an experiment, as I know is kind of um, a quandary with a lot of queer women these days and just like historically. So I guess my question is, how can I go about exploring my sexuality without the people I'm exploring my sexuality with feeling like
0: objects of an experiment? Thank you so much. Bye. Okay, I have a really good one for this. I'm very excited. Marie Curious. Ooh! We got a clap from Ryan in the booth. <laughs> oh, we we always get like seven bad ones and maybe one approaching good one.
1: Yeah, and that we can be proud one. of. That's a good one. We can you Marie can be Curious. proud of. You own it. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Okay, um, here's the thing. I do not think she has to disclose. That she's experimenting at all I think what she What you do Is you just say I'm not looking for anything serious I'm really just looking for hookups Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Cause like A hookup can be anything And I've said that for years
1: A hookup can be anything. A hookup can be like I don't think there's hosting a an- podcast together.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think there's anything unethical about being like, hey, I just want to hook up. And in your mind, the the sort of the like the goal for you is sort of twofold, which is to like experiment and like confirm or sort of affirm your sexuality and and like. The goal for her can just be to come, you know, and like as long as you're both sort of as long as there's no as long as you're not like misleading anybody about like
1: your intention,
0: the intention I think like sometimes a lie of omission is like good. Like sometimes I hook up with people and I'm like, hey, I don't, I just want to hook up. And it's because I'm like sad and I want to be self-destructive, but I don't tell them that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, they don't need to know that. And I, I think it's like a similar thing. And it's not, it's, you don't have to be completely transparent About everything that's going on behind the curtain when Mm -hmm. you're hooking up with someone, as long as they know that it is not going to move into something serious necessarily. Yeah, you know,
1: I think that's smart. I mean, I don't. I have really nothing to offer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then podcast, and podcast, stop recording. (laughs) Isolate that.
1: And you know, sometimes like I hide stuff when I'm hooking up too. Like sometimes I like really, really have to fart
0: when I'm hooking up. <laughs> and that's unethical, actually. I,
1: <laughs> and then I don't say anything and then I, I and then I um, sometimes do and I sometimes don't. So, and then, but they didn't need to know if I don't fart, <laughs> if I don't fart, then why would I say that I'm why? going to? Why? So in my mind, I think I've constructed like a kind of okay metaphor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. I think as long as you're upfront about the parameters of like it, not moving beyond that, you're good. You, they don't have to know. I, I, I'm not a lesbian. If you're a lesbian you want to weigh in on this, please. Or if you're a queer woman, Please weigh in on this. Um,
1: and regardless of sexuality, please let me know what on. you think of my <laughs> metaphor.
0: <laughs> but, like, I feel like... I, And I know it's different for gay men, but, like, if I knew that it was just a one-night stand, I wouldn't really care if the guy was, like... If I was some sort of experiment, as long as I didn't know about it. If I was a cog and if I was just a little rat in your maze, <laughs> in your vag maze...
1: Yeah, because like from from my perspective, it's like y- if you're just hooking up with someone, it could like be anything. Y- you don't know what the hookup's gonna be. <laughs> it it, could, be it could be anything. To <laughs> quote Joel Kim Booster, <laughs> your famous quote that you've been saying since I met you. <laughs> but it's like, it, you know, you, you yeah. don't know what you're getting. necessarily. I, I think again, so. and
0: and we sort of talked about this when the girl who sort of wanted to go back into the closet or sort of like decided she wasn't queer anymore Mm -hmm. like I think the only reason this is fraught is because this woman is rightfully I think like concerned that this is sort of a stereotype that exists around like bi women Um, is that like you know, it's a phase or it's an experimental thing. Um, And we talked about that on that podcast. And I I would encourage you to go and re-download that (laughs) on a different platform so we get that metric. (laughs) Download a different app. If you listen to it on Spotify, listen to it on Stitcher, (laughs) if you listen to it, you know. But um, I I don't think, I think the only problem with that is when people are sort of like going into relationships knowing that it's a failed thing.
1: Yeah, I think just being honest and, communicating um, it, you're allowed to want to learn things about yourself and mm-hmm. you can't be expected to do that entirely in isolation so you know as long as you're taking care of the people that are yeah. involved.
0: Yeah as long as you're being responsible. Yeah. Campfire as Dan Savage would say and
1: please Campsite. let me know what about you think farts. of what I said about the thing. <laughs> Which and I I want to be honest Playback. I completely forget what I said. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And I want to be honest. I tuned you out as soon as you discussed what the disgusting things that come out of your body. <laughs> I only want to know about what's going in, not what's coming out.
1: <laughs> Anyone believe the kind of stuff?
0: <laughs> okay, on that note, let's move on, please.
1: It's Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's hear that next call.
5: Hi, Misha and Joel. Um, I'm such a great uh, fan of the podcast. I really (laughs) love the show. Um, My situation is one that I'm struggling with. Um, I was talking to my best friend about how I feel so unbeatable. And I'm a gay male. And he basically said it's because I am overweight and I never have felt, um, I never let my weight or how people have perceived me affect me all my life. But just the last two weeks, it's been kind of affecting me, um... I'm kind of just realizing, like, the gay cis male world is um, so centric on body image, and mm. so I'm just wondering either, like, how do I gain confidence back in who I was or um, if I should not care or, yeah, I I just feel like it's a hard thing to be overweight in such a, in the gay cis dating scene.
0: Um, this one really broke my fucking heart. Mm-hmm. I hated hearing this. I really did.
1: Um, let's call this one great fan of the podcast. Great fan. <laughs>
0: great fan. Fan Bing Bing. <laughs> fan Bing Bong. Fan uh. Bing Bong. Um, cut this person out of your fucking life. I hate this person. Um, this friend. I don't know. Um, why? Because that's not what makes a person undateable. Um, we know this.
1: Yeah, I mean. You are the same person that you were two weeks ago when you felt good about yourself. And I think, like, for me, the the times, I think, one thing I've sort of started allowing myself to start doing is to really focus on stuff that I like about myself and stuff that makes me feel mm-hmm. great. Um And I have started – when I am in these places, I will make a list of the stuff that I think is awesome about me. And I cry every time (laughs) I do it because it is hard to – I, th- I think it's really hard to do that yeah. for whatever reason. Like we're so trained to zero in on like the myriad mm-hmm. ways in which we can be flawed and wrong and um, unwanted. So to sit and take time, I I hadn't done it ever before until like a few months ago yeah. where I was just like, I was in this period of like really, really beating myself up, especially about my body. Um,
0: so you got the Peloton.
1: <laughs> That's why I get tired. Yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> because actually Joel made me. <laughs> um, no, but I sat and I I just was like, you know what? I really like my. I I started with personality stuff. I talked about body stuff. I really just tried to like sculpt a full image of like what I like when I think about myself, yeah. and it was a really awesome, healthy exercise. Yeah. But I will say, I like it makes me so upset that this person would say something like that to you i i just would i don't want i would never want to anyone that i care about to have a friend like that that's yeah. not to me that is not
0: no the not behavior a good not a, a good friend play him this podcast and tell him that we both say fuck off <laughs> um we're both famous comedians and we say <laughs> you're a fucking piece of trash um
1: i just think it's really mean get like
0: run out into the middle of the street here's my thing um It is so tough. Um, I I think that gay men, we are so hard on each other for a lot of reasons, whether it be, uh, you know, weight, whether it be body image stuff, whether it be race, whether it be masculinity, like we find ways to separate ourselves into these like sort of tiers and classes. And I will say that I do think it is getting better. I do. And I'm like, listen, um, I'm not going to like sit here as a person who has a traditionally like like I, you know, a lot of like, I know that like our struggles are not equal. I have different struggles and, and, and things like that, but there is a part of me that really had to, it didn't come. The confidence that I have now did not come because I sort of made these control like changes to my life. It, It, I, I had to start feeling good before I started making changes that made me feel good. And that's not all. And, and I don't, and I, I really want to hit this home that it is not like the physical changes that I'm speaking of exclusively. It is a lot of other like life changes, including like removing certain people from my life that sort of lampshaded and put a spotlight on the things about like that, that, that made me feel uh, sort of unwelcome and and bad, and not and not hanging around those people. And I, I just like, but I do want to say that there are spaces in the gay community, and I, I wish you would have shared with us where you were, because like I, there are places like, and this is going to sound crazy to some of our listeners, but like Folsom Street Fair, which is a this big sort of like fetish. It's not just exclusively queer. It's for there are straight people who go too, but like. I remember the first year that I went and I feel crazy about my body all the time and I felt like weird and I, all the time. And there are people of all shapes and sizes there that really like sort of like made me realize that like when you decentralize like outward validation from how you feel about yourself... It really and just like celebrate yourself in a way that is like open. I don't know. It was like, I, I, there are gay, there is hope and, and that, and I, I get the sort of toxicity. I see it, what you're talking about in your call, but there are gay spaces and gay places that, oh God, I can't believe I just fucking rhymed like I'm fucking faggot Dr. Seuss. Um, (laughs) That are not centered around like how you look. And I think like there are people, Uh, That I know in my circle who do not sort of preface um, the way they treat people based on like sexual desire. And there are people that like, I don't know, like, uh, there's there are people out there who will like you now. And there are people who are gonna, um, you know, like you for reasons that are are sort of divorced from how you look. And I and I just want you to know that. And I wish that there was just more that I could do. Yeah. Other I'm than sorry tell you you're... to fucking cut this toxic person out of your life because you sound dope, because you love us. <laughs> and this person sounds like trash.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry you're dealing with this, but I I just think that you owe it to yourself to be around people who make you feel good and like Yeah. Ugh.
0: <laughs> I don't want your self-worth to be wrapped up in datability either though I know that loneliness is a real thing and that it can be connected to how we feel about ourselves but I, I do sort of want to caution you to sort of like um, not focus so much on like dateable versus undateable but find, but really like find the what exactly what Mitra said find the reasons that you like yourself again and the reasons you felt confident and and don't necessarily like need that outward validation anymore
1: which is impossible, but you can Do get closer it. every single day.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's so hard. It's so hard.
1: It's so fucking hard. Um,
0: Feel crazy every day.
1: <laughs> 100%.
0: But we love you and we appreciate you and we, we thank you so much for calling Fan Bing Bong. <laughs> this beautiful name that you got.
1: What is, what is that?
0: Fan Bing Bong? Yeah. Well, Fan Bing Bing is famously a star of. Crashing Tiger Hidden Dragon.
1: Ah, uh, see, I've seen one movie in my uh-huh. life, so, <laughs> and that movie is obsessed. Uh. <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: and we are obsessed with you. Um.
1: So we have one more. It is an email. I will go ahead and read this. Uh, all right, here we go. Hi, lovely humans. Please use a fake name provided. Which, no, we um, won't. I we actually, 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 we I, did not I, even put it into the document. I did not put Joel it in the document. D- I deliberately. That's not it. how we
0: play here at it's Urgent not, not, <laughs> Care.
1: It's not. Um, so, yeah, we're actually not going to do that. Um, first of all, love you both, Joel and Mitra. I'm a 22-year-old Chinese-American gal who is queer. Like, to the window, to the wall, queer. <laughs> <laughs> but... I don't think I can ever come out to my conservative family. My mom, God bless, is the type of woman who whispers the word gay like it's Voldemort's name itself. My question is, is it bad that I'm likely to remain closeted to my family forever? It seems like you can throw a rock and hit five queers with a powerful familial negative and positive coming out story. Is it so wrong to not? Let me know your thoughts.
0: What are we going to call her? Because now we really have to bring it. Because I actually don't remember what she had included. Because but,
1: uh, here's the thing I don't remember what it is, but I remember thinking, pretty good. And yeah. uh, I, I feel that um, there's no way we'll talk about it. No, there's no, <laughs> uh,
0: like, it's not, it's just the principle of it.
1: hmm. Yes, it's I agree. I don't want to be told what it. to do. Yeah. No. I'm gonna call this person Bossy Pants. <laughs> bossy Pants, <laughs> um,
0: definitely far worse than the name that she wrote oh, for herself.
1: Unquestionably,
0: unquestionably worse. worse. But actually, that's a punishment. The that punishment you get that you get for trying to come into our house and tell us our uh, to tell us, oh, this is my name, <laughs> Bossy Pants, Tina Fey. <laughs> no. Um, here's the thing. Yeah, you can do it. D- does that seem tenable to you in the long term? Do you think it will seem tenable to a partner? Like I think you're limiting a lot of things about your life by not coming out to your parents. I will say that that was my plan initially. My parents sort of forced my hand in that by reading my journal famously. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I felt similarly. I felt um, sort of not. But I, I think you're young, and I think that eventually you will meet a partner who will want to meet your parents. And you will say, you stupid bitch, why would you want to do that? Trust me, they're not that cool. <laughs> and they won't believe you, and because they will want. If you have a relationship with your parents, then they will want to be in on that. And they and we had a call, a couple or an email a couple weeks ago that dealt with this, that where the the the, the person felt less than because the girl wasn't her partner was not out to her parents and did not share the relationship. And so you will reach out. You will reach that point. And if you're okay with that, there are also pe- plenty of people I'm sure who won't give a shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you just have to have an honest conversation with yourself about exactly what Joel has described. Um, I, to m- me, it seems like I don't know. We don't have. We don't know a lot of information about your family, but. You say God bless your mom, so I mean, maybe yeah. you like.
0: Her. I, I will say I think that this is a pretty common. I don't know if you're first or second gen, mm-hmm. but um, I'm on the boards. I'm uh, I'm on the gay Asian boards on Reddit, you know. And this is a very common, um, you know, first second generation problem. I think for a lot of Asian Americans, totally. Um,
1: I mean, I think just first gen, yeah, kind of
0: immigrants, yeah, board, yeah, I yeah. Say. It is a. Um, it really is a, an issue, and I think, like especially. Because you just don't talk about this kind of stuff, from yeah. what I'm gathering. Because clearly, that's not my um, backstory. But I, I think like, um, I think you'll regret it. And I think this, this is the the email of a young person who. Um, I certainly don't think you need to rush. I don't think there's a time limit on this. But I think eventually you will want that your parents in on the rest of your life. I
1: do think this kind of um, this call kind of reminds me, in a way, of our our dancer who felt that her whole life was like spiraling out of her control because she didn't know what she was going to do right away or that she was,
0: you don't have to make this decision now Like you can decide at 22. Now I'm not going to come out to my mom. Right now.
1: Yeah, I think it's very hard to speak um, in... A, like, I, I don't think it's very helpful to speak in absolutes. Unless you're me, and I'm never, Wrong. ever, ever going to Alaska.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope the Juno Comedy Fest can live without Mitra Johari for another year. Without
1: the PowerPoint presentations of <laughs> Mitra Johari? What will they do in Juno?
0: Um, Yeah, so I think, like, you can definitely... Live your life right now, and not and not and sort of not come out to your parents for right now, and be okay with that. I think, like in a post Glee world, everyone is sort of like, "Come out now, it'll be great," um, <laughs> but you can wait. You can do it on your own time, or you absolutely can never come out. I I do think that that will make your dating options, your life partner options, sort of limited in the long run because people tend to be a little touchy about that. <laughs> they do we've seen it firsthand
1: because Joel would you, will not introduce have you me.
0: met have you met w- Wit's parents yeah has he met yours
1: Mm-hmm. but I like outside of you know even just like the queer uh, like experience of this I have had a, I dated someone who did not introduce me to his parents and even that was just upsetting so it's like you're just because your priority your your priority priorities. Not lining up with your partners about that kind of stuff yeah. can be very problematic and hurtful.
0: And I, I have I have a, a two really good friends where they, um, my friend, it's a, another immigrant parent situation. He, he, he brought his now husband home several times and they knew him as his boss for years. Hard. Years and years and years. And then they, they got married and then came and then revealed to the father that he was not his boss, but in fact his husband. And it was fine. And it was fine yeah. so again there's that situation too there's many scenarios here where it'll all work out but ultimately you do you okay thank you bossy pants
1: <laughs> god I'm
0: humiliated by that <laughs>
1: I mean I don't like what I said. No, but again, it's a punishment. And it is a punishment. Yeah, I'm going to reframe it every time that I do a bad job, <laughs> I'm going to make it someone else's fault.
0: <laughs> okay, that's been our show. I'm Joel Kim Booster. I am I think at this point either dead or alive off the ship. <laughs> uh, um, if you've been following along, this is it, babe. I'm in I'm in Madison, hopefully, fingers crossed. Either that or Mitra is at this very moment singing a beautiful rendition of Fight Song in a in JLo's Versace 20
1: 20- Once again, absolutely hate the joke of Joel being dead, but I will gladly sing fight song at the Mm -hmm. funeral whenever it happens. Um... You can call us anytime with your questions, comments, updates, guesses about the name that I said. Mm-hmm. Um, you can call us at 323-334-0371 or email us at urgentcarepod at gmail.com. Woo! Thanks for listening. Great. subscribe. Um,
0: Tell your friends. Yes. Tweet a, Tweet videos of Amy Klobuchar at us.
1: <laughs> Which is what someone did to us and it absolutely we has up. shaken my it confidence. <laughs> okay bye, bye. sure <laughs>